friend the podcast it's your favorite bossiest friend your host the milan mobley and that's t-h-e-e-m-i-l-a-n-m-o-b-l-e-y on instagram and twitter if you are new to your bossiest friend the podcast what's up boss friend welcome i hope that you are all caught up to the seasons prior to season three to season i'm uncomfortable if you're not stop what you're doing and go back and listen because you are not prepared for this season this season gets crazy with the uncomfortable conversations. So today <laughs> is technically election day. And when I release this tomorrow, um, yeah, I, I don't know what state we're going to be in. So I hope that you all have gotten out and actively voted. I hope that you have made the decisions to be a part of the change and not complain and not change. But nonetheless, let's get into it. I have one of my bossiest friends, my colleague, my big sister, one of my go-tos to talk to when it comes down to this PR world, Candace Nicole of CNPR coming on here today. We're going to talk about the transition and 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 <laughs> moving in a comfortable state that you go through when moving to a new area, especially as a business owner, and the uncomfortable things that you have to do to be successful in your business and in your life just in general, and even for relationships, right? Those things that you have to do to put yourself in that position to have prosperity. So I'm super excited to bring her on. I love Candace to no extent. She's super amazing. And I think you guys are really, really going to enjoy her and just her authenticity and how she is as a person. So sit back, relax. Don't go anywhere. You know, we're about to listen to our thing song really quickly because I'm so bossy and I'll be right back. And I'm so bossy and I'm, and I'm so bossy. All right, boss friends, welcome back. As I told you, I have my girl, one of my big sisters, a person I look up to in the industry, in the boss to seat today. As you know, I love Candace to no extent, clearly from the introduction that I previously gave, you pretty much know how much I love her. She's the true queen of PR in my eyes. She's so open, so transparent. She's willing to give her last anyone in the industry and on top of that she is not afraid of collaboration i always talk about collaboration over competition and this is the person who pretty much exercises that and practices it the most so candace welcome to your bossiest friend in the podcast i'm so so excited to have you please let the boss friends know who you are like the introduction that i gave i don't even think can match up to the person you are so just let them know why i think you're so amazing Well, first and foremost, man, uh, Milan, thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. Uh, I'll say this, y'all, it's crazy of when how people introduce you and they're just, you know, just throwing all these praises your way. You're like, really? Me? Thank you. Um, It's humbling. So I, I do appreciate that. So, yeah, like in a nutshell, name is Candace Nicole, originally from, you know, the D.C., Maryland area, now reside in. Charlotte, North Carolina, also known as Queen City. And um, been here for uh, three years. Absolutely love it here. 
And um, I'm the creator of Candace Nicole Public Relations, also known as CMPR, the creator of Respect the Publicist and uh, Women Who Hustle Network, uh, the Virtual Publicist Podcast, which we still have a, I'm probably going to do our interview um, again, Milan, but that's a little but we'll talk about that later because um, I need to get back on my on my podcast hosting um, because, however, I would say it's a blessing of why that was put on pause because we're in this pandemic and uh, we became very busy at CMPR, which is a blessing. But um, that's me. You know, I love to cook. I'm back on my fitness. I love to spin. And yeah, I can't wait to, you know, have this conversation. Absolutely. The queen in the queen city. I love the sound that it has to that. I don't know what you're going to do with that, but you should use it. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be something. <laughs> I love it. But Boston, as you know, I am from the DMV as well. So Candace and I both are from there. And that's actually how we met um, a few years ago. I was really, really fresh as far as having my business in the PR industry. So I was new. I didn't really know what directions to go in as far as the business owner. And Candace actually allowed me to come to one of her um, clients events during D- was it DC Fashion Week or Indie Fashion Week? Indie Fashion Week. Indie Fashion Week. Oh, yeah. Indie Fashion Week. And that's where I met Mariah and I met Candace in person. So ever since then, our relationships have flourished. So I'm super excited to have the conversation with her because both of us left the DMV. And that can be a hard pill to swallow, leaving your hometown. And it's, that saying goes, you know, like they say, oh, you got to get out of Chicago, Chicago holds you. You got to get out of Baltimore, Baltimore holds you. I think that's the same thing with the DMV. You got to get out or you'll never leave. So what was that deciding factor for you leaving the DMV, Candace? Because I know that was tough. Yeah, so um, it was a relationship. <laughs> it wasn't, I actually was that girl that, uh, I said, I mean, I'm in a top 10 market. Why would I leave? Right? I can fly anywhere else. Uh, DC is a top 10 market, very much an influencer in DC. I went to all of the, um, you know, exclusive events that were, that were happening there, the movie screenings. Um, I worked some of those screenings as well. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I did events there too. So I was like, oh, I can fly everywhere else. However, um, I was in a relationship at the time and he was thinking about moving to Atlanta. And I was like, oh, that's like going to D.C. to D.C., right? And I said, well, what about Charlotte? Um, and we also did some research on Atlanta where just for millennials was starting to get a bit pricey because a lot of people, as you know, uh, have been moving to Atlanta. Yeah. Um, so the pricing, you know, was just continuing to rise. So we actually did some, you know, legit research. And I said, what about Charlotte? We went down there in the summer, like June or something like that for maybe like four or five days. And we checked out some properties down here and, um, you know, we went out to eat and I don't know, we just randomly just met some cool people in Charlotte. Right. And he said, you know what? No, let's, let's do it. And so we applied to an apartment, you know, we were approved. I made the announcement, had a big old photo shoot and a big going away party. Like we had musical guests and everything. I mean, it was all the way lit. Um, it was truly a, um, a beautiful send off and, um, you know, got down here and then we broke up February, 2019, um, moved down here August 31st, 2017. Um, however, I decided to stay. 
in Charlotte. And I'm glad that I did. I made that decision because, number one, uh, just because the relationship did not work out, I was not going to blow out of town, right? I was like, no man is going to make me leave this area. Um, and especially when it, you know, it, it actually was my idea for us to come down to Charlotte. And I also just felt like I wasn't finished here, right? And I said, no, there's still so much opportunity here. And so I, I stayed here and I'm so glad that I did. I, mean, I have an office here, like an actual office in Charlotte. Uh, the people that I have uh, met down here have created just really great like, business relationships with the, the new friends that I have found here. So, yeah, so that's it wasn't like this. Oh, I was stuck in my career or, you know, anything like that. No, it was a relationship. However, um, it was one of the best things was making that decision down here. I also will say that I'll stop talking is um, <laughs> is that I, I did not know how much I needed to breathe until I moved out of the area and came to Charlotte if that makes sense to anyone who is tuning in, who has moved from like their hometown, um, it may make sense to you. Um, but I'm finding that I definitely needed that separation. And I grew to appreciate that separation because then I was put in a city, even though I do have some family here, I still, you're still by yourself, right? End of the day, you're still by yourself. And I had to make it happen for myself here. That I think getting out of that that zone, that comfort zone, is the hardest part for a lot of people. I knew that I wanted to come to Atlanta. I was like, yeah, I'm going. It's it's nothing that's stopping me from coming, but I still felt uncomfortable. Even driving down to Atlanta, I was like, this is wrong. Like, I don't think I should be going. And I tell this story often: how when it's for you, it's for you, and God is going to show you. So as I'm second guessing myself. I literally get an email from Slip and Slide Records asking me to do PR for one of their clients. Wow. And I was just like, and I'm in the midst of that happening. I was like driving, like praying, like, God, if this is for me, you need to let me know right now because there is nothing stopping me from turning around. And, you know, so I had my moment where I asked, I was unsure and I asked God, like, I need to see it. So for you, did you have that moment where you were unsure and God sent you that sign? And if so, what was that? Not aha moment, but that confirmation moment. Of coming down here or staying here? Both, actually, because you I know you were second guessing saying. Yeah. Um hmm. oh, okay, okay. So I would say, yeah, I once we were here, I had my first event maybe like 40 days since like, you know, we have moved here, right? For Women Who Hustle. <clears throat> and I had over 500 RSVPs. I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And like half showed up. I mean, it was packed at, at the venue. I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then collectively, uh, my ex and I, we actually did an event maybe like three weeks you know, into us being here, like this fun bingo night at a venue, you know, and, and people came out. Like these people didn't know us. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? We put it on Eventbrite, we put it in group me. Um, I was like, okay, Charlotte is wide open. 
and that's the thing. It's really no, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There is, uh, is it culture? Hmm. Because you know, like DC has a certain like culture. Uh, culture. <laughs> yeah, it's culture. It, it might it might be the word that I am looking for. I feel like there's another another word because there's a lot of uh, transplants here, right? Identity. That's what I'm looking for. So there's really how, of course, this is my opinion. What I look at, and other people have, you know, expressed this about Charlotte as well. I actually do not feel that Charlotte has a true identity, right? Because there's so many transplants here. Um, someone may feel that way about DC, but until you come to Charlotte, I think you'll, you know, kind of understand. And so, so therefore, it opens up that market for anyone, right? Because individuals are always looking for something new to participate in. They're actually open to it, right? If it looks good, whatever you're selling, or okay, that seems like it's fun, kick back, or like a game night, just something that's different, they're going to be open. They're definitely going to be open to it. Um, so I, I think that was my girl. You're you are you are just you're good. I mean, I hit the ground running, but also just being a publicist. I mean, you know, we're resourceful, right? So we're gonna find out who we need to be in the room with, who we need to network, and we're gonna make it happen, right? Um, and then within a couple of few months, maybe like eight eight months or nine months, um, I was tapped to. Um, serve on the board for the Black Enterprise Entrepreneur Summit that came to Charlotte in 2018, right? And so, yeah, so all this stuff was going on. I'm like, girl, it hasn't even been a year, you know, that you moved here and look at all of this that's going on, right? So it was just me, me I looked at it as I was just um, adding like an extension onto who I was and ultimately, you know, with CNPR. Now, uh, the aha moment of like staying here um, after the breakup. No, I actually was not thinking about moving home because I'm like, I'm not paying all that money, right? Because here I was, I now have to get something on my own again, right? Now, yes, I have my own situation in um, uh, in Maryland, downtown Silver Spring, but then like prices have really gone up. So that really wasn't even a thought. It was just you're going to be fine here, right? Like you're going to make the decision to stay here, but know that you're going to be fine. And I just think, I mean, I actually secured my first like five-figure corporate contract like a month after I moved in to my new apartment by myself here in Charlotte. So that made me feel good. Um, and it's because that's something that I did on my own. That's something that I negotiated on my own. So, well, friends, in other words, you have to get uncomfortable in order to flourish. I'm a strong believer in it. And Candace just gave you more confidence to it. So many things happened as well when I came to Atlanta. So with that, people ask me, like, do you regret leaving home? Do you feel like if you would have stayed home, all the doors that have opened for you would have opened? And I say, absolutely. I feel like as long as I stayed in the space that I knew and was comfortable in, I was never going to really 
scale or reach my full potential. I had to get uncomfortable in order to grow. So do you feel like that? Do you feel like if you would have stayed in the DMV from what she said, 2017 to now, everything that's come your way, do you think it would have come or do you think it would have probably looked a little bit different? Yeah, it would have looked different, right? Um, oh, I'm going to be successful in whatever I do. That's how I view myself, right? Um, that's never a question. It's because I know who I am as an individual. I know my hustle, right? And I know my work ethic. So that's never been an issue with me, right? Of making something happen or knowing how to make a dollar, okay? <laughs> right? <That's> so, <laughs> no, really, because, you know what I mean? You have, you have to, you got to look at things like that. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, no, that, that was never a question. However, the office situation, let's just talk about that. Um, you know what? I don't know because office space in DC is expensive, right? Now, maybe it could have been in, in Maryland, right? But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I still may be working at home, right? Like, I, I don't know. I think that's a, it's a, it's a tricky question, right? Because it, both of us, I know that we, you know, still would have been successful, However, let me say this. You do not know your true potential until you do bet on yourself. You make that decision to bet on yourself. And you're in a space where you ultimately are alone. I don't care if you have family there. At the end of the day, that's you and your place of where you live, where you lay your head and you pay your bills. Right? They're not paying your bills. So, you know, you're by yourself. Um... Yeah, it just, it, it would have looked different. It would have different. I had to, I had to lean on myself for a lot of stuff, you know, being down here. Even though I have an amazing yeah. support system, I still had to lean on, on myself, you know, a lot. Just, just being down here. You, and also it, it truly allowed me to spread my wings and, and do things my way. And I didn't have, Candace, um, I want to invite you to this event. Candace, um, can you come through this, you know, come over here, like after you're done with whatever you have to do? I was being pulled, right? And so I'm being pulled and I'm wanting to involve myself in all this, all this different stuff. And I'm not able to, you know, pour into myself. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful for it. Um, it, it definitely would have looked, would have looked different, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And you, you're right. That is a tricky one because I, I sometimes wonder, like, if I would have stayed, what would it look like? Would I have been at the BET Awards? Would this have happened? And like you said, yeah, I'm pretty sure because of my hustle. But I think it probably would have happened in a different order, right? I think that versus coming in the years that it came, it probably would have taken longer. Um, had and I would have put myself into a newer space that allowed, like you said, that growth and that potential, you do have to bet on yourself. And I think with our moves, we really better on ourselves. Like when you staying, me staying in Atlanta, we definitely better on ourselves. And the easiest thing we could have done is say, okay, I want to leave. And I'm pretty sure we right. get that moment of homesickness because your mom is at home, correct? Yeah, my mom's there. My nana's there. You know, nana's 96. You know, she's good. She's chilling. You know, <laughs> she got her iPad and stuff as her toy. <laughs> um, you know, all my girlfriends are there. Like my core, like girlfriends mm -hmm. are, you know, in there. Um, 
Yeah, but I'm, and now, especially now I'm a mom, right? So I'm in a very specific part of my, my, uh, my life right now uh, with my business and also personal, right? Because when your business is growing a certain way, there are certain things you do have to change uh, about yourself, right? So it's a personal, I'm in a very specific uh, space right now. So I'm grateful that I can be in that space in Charlotte. Yeah, it may sound um, selfish, but you know what? Everyone needs to be selfish. Yes, everyone who's tuning in, everyone needs to be selfish. Be selfish about your wants. Be selfish about your time, y'all. You can't get it back. That is, okay, it's 721. I cannot get 721 back. It's gone. Cannot. You know what, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's gone. So you have to be selfish. So I'm grateful of being in this space that I can blossom into this woman that I see that I'm like, cool girl, where did you come from? Like, I knew that you were in there, but really would you blossom into this woman, you know, living downtown Silver Spring? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm also not going to sit here and drive myself crazy of thinking about that. I'm also the person that I don't believe in regrets. It pains me when I hear people say that, oh, I regret not doing this and I regret it. What are you talking about? You did what you did because you wanted to do it, right? Yeah. So yeah. Why am I going to say that I regret that, that I regret, you know, getting drunk that night? No, I got drunk that mm-hmm. night because I wanted to. I wanted to have a good time with my friends. I've been stressed and that's what I did. Don't <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Really, it's like I don't I don't live with regrets. I do not. It's a lesson. It's a lesson, y'all. It's not a regret. Yeah. You know? Could I've done things, you know, differently? Yeah. But I'm never gonna say out my mouth that I regret that. You know? I would admit that, yeah, I I could have, you know, I should have done something different about that. However, on the other side, let me tell you what I learned, right? Because I, since I made that decision, right? The lesson that I learned is that, Candace, even though you wanted to have fun, you probably should not have gotten drunk the night before you had a flight like at seven in the morning, <laughs> right? And that flight was so painful. This is like a story though. <laughs> um, it was so painful being on that, being on that flight. I don't know if anyone has done that, but it was gut-wrenching of being on that flight. I was like having hot flashes and everything. It was I was like, where's the pretzels? Where's the ginger ale? I felt like I was gonna get sick. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't smart. And so what was the lesson of that? Well you will not hear me say like oh I regret doing that. No. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the night before you had the time of your life. So I regret it. You had the time of your life the night before. It's just this morning you knew that maybe I should have stopped drinking a little bit sooner or I should have did something a little bit different than I did. But yeah. I Having having no regrets is, is super important. Um, I don't regret the decision of coming out. I don't regret anything. Like I always look at it as it happened because it was supposed to happen. Mm. And that's that. It happened because it was supposed to happen. And that's something I had to learn early on in business, right? Because I was 
easy to get frustrated in business. It's easy to say, well, I regret taking that client on. I regret not taking that client. I regret not going to this event. It happened because it was supposed to happen. You never know what you yeah. walk into. Only thing you can look at is what you're currently in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's it. But along the way, in those moments came uncomfortable conversations that I had to scale from. So outside of the personal aspect, of course, having fun with our friends, getting drunk and, and having those hard lessons later. What are some lessons that have happened to you in business that you now had to have those uncomfortable conversations with yourself in order to get to that next level? Oh, um, <laughs> man, I feel like so much is happening, like, um, you know, during during this pan- during this pandemic. Right. Um, man, it's just been a lot of stuff. It's been a lot of stuff. And I'll, I'll say this, my main, I'll say my main takeaway with, you know, as uh, CMPR has been growing is that I've actually have learned from our clients where it's been like a not, it's been like a not so pleasant situation with them, right? And what I mean by that is, how do I say this? Being politically correct, but I'm just going to be very transparent of sometimes you realize that you're dealing with a nutter butter, okay? Um, Sometimes it happens. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, when you have that call and you feel like, okay, no, this is going to be a great fit, right? And then you start working and then you're like, OMG, what did I get myself into, right? Um, Or it could be a situation of where maybe the client is getting frustrated, right? And you learn from that. So I've learned from those situations. And so and I, so it took me back of having that hard conversation of, okay, Candace, this happened. How are we going to move forward so this doesn't continue to happen, right? If that makes sense. So that's definitely what I've learned. Um, like I said, especially during the pandemic, I feel I've learned a lot. And perhaps also it's because you know, when we were at that uh, in that stay at stay at home period, I mean, we had more time on our hands, right? I wasn't on a flight every two weeks, you know, bouncing around the nation. Oh, I, I was in Charlotte. <laughs> you know, I was in Charlotte, and I had to be by myself, which was great. And I had to learn these things about myself. So yeah, I'm grateful actually for those uh, those those hard conversations that you have for you have with that you have to have with yourself. Get it right, Candace. Um, and it's because you will ultimately grow from those conversations, those hard conversations that you have with yourself. Absolutely. I agree. You definitely grow. Like, I, this is what this season is about. Having our boss friends have uncomfortable conversations in various aspects. And our conversation was so important because people don't want to leave that space. They're uncomfortable. We have businesses that were thriving, doing phenomenal top 10, if you will, in the DMV. And so, right, that sounds crazy. You left where you were flourishing. You left where people knew you and supported you to go somewhere where you had to rebuild. That in somebody else's head that doesn't want to leave probably sounds completely insane. But to us, Mm -hmm. it made complete sense. Before I left, I prepared for that move not mentally not okay this is a new state but prepared exactly what I plan to accomplish in my first couple of weeks 
for my business. I planned on by five years, this is where you need to be in this new place if you leave. So what stuff did you do to prepare for that? For With the big move, what did you mentally say to yourself? Candace, CNPR in Charlotte is going to do this in the first week. What was that like? I, you know, I actually did not have those um, those types of goals because I just honestly looked at it as all I need is Wi-Fi. You know, I was working from home. Of course, I didn't have an office at the time, so I was going to be working from home anyways. And so it was just me being in a, in a different state, right? So it wasn't that I broke it down to this is what I want to accomplish for CNPR like in this first week or the first three weeks. Um, before coming down here, I was more focused on how do I locate like-minded women like me, right? And so it's like, okay, so let me get on Eventbrite. Let me get on Meetup, right? Let's see what exists out there for entrepreneurs or specifically for Black women entrepreneurs or just for women. And so I actually, on uh, Eventbrite, I stumbled upon um, the... Uh, Charlotte, the women's, what is it? Women's Business um, Center for um, in Charlotte for women. It's like Women's Business Center in Charlotte for women. And I was like, oh my gosh, they have like a whole business center here. And so they were having like these free events. And of course, you know, I was doing this um, full time so I could go to those, you know, workshops that they were having like at 12 or, you know, 1 p.m. It was like the ABCs of like building your business. A lot of stuff that I already knew. But I went because I wanted to network, right? So that's what I was super focused on moving here was the network. Like, where do I find those like-minded individuals, right? Um, I believe, and I don't, I'm trying to think who even put me in the group, but what's happening, Charlotte, is this huge group um, uh, on GroupMe. Again, I still can't remember who put me in there, but that happened Prior to moving down here, I think, you know, we were in there maybe like a month and a half before the move, um, because once we did start sharing with individuals, we probably shared maybe like a month and a half before we were moving, let's just say, right? Um, because, you know, we had the going away party, we had the prep for that. And so with that, people were like, oh my gosh, you need to contact this person. I'm going to put you in um, contact with this person, right? So our, we already went down there with those um, certain connections of just, you know, networking purposes, Right. But then also myself, I am very resourceful, just naturally. And so I got on Eventbrite and I just started to uh, research. Uh, and then also, I um, I love uh, operating in the space of dominating. I'm not afraid of the word. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Whatever it is that you do in the city that you're in, in the county that you're in or what have you, um, I want you to be the best at that. I want you to dominate at that. So I'd already created this blueprint, right, of how I move in D.C. You know, I grew my my brand there. Just moving down here. What year was I in? This is 13. Was it... I was in my nine or 10 years, I think, being a publicist, right? So, yeah, I can't remember. I've been doing this for 13 years. I moved down here in 2017. Anywho, um, what is that? It was from 2013. Yeah. Yeah. That's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that was the story because I just celebrated. 10 years in June, June 20th. 
right? Mm-hmm. In 2017 was 10 years of me being a publicist. And I was like, dang, you know, 10 years and then, you know, you're going to move. But it's like, but Candace, look what you did on your own since 07. You know, like organically, like grassroots, like growing yourself. You know, Milana, I was growing, you know, the, uh, mm-hmm. the CNPR brand and I guess also Candace McCole brand, right? Before I even knew to even call it that. And I'm just telling you that like in 07, when I started this, what I remember, no one was talking about so what your brand looked like. Like they were not into all of the into all well, of this. They wouldn't for sure, right yeah. Right? That's the main question. <laughs> yeah. I was growing that and then of course it, it morphs into, you know, what it is now. So, you know, I just knew, look, girl, you already have the blueprint. You just bring it down here and you just set up shop. And when you set up shop down there, you make sure you play with people in their own backyard. Here's a here's a um, here's a nugget for you guys. You're moving to another city and let's say, you you know, you like to do events or you're interested in doing one. Just don't show up in someone else's city and want to put on this nice event. Look for the like minded individuals, right, that you feel that you can bring them in maybe as a promotional partner or you guys can collaborate. Honestly, that's that's a nugget. Mm-hmm. I see so many people just pop up in other cities and I'm like, wait a minute, like you're from here, you're going there. How come you don't have anyone from this area hosting the event? Or how come you at least don't have a local DJ there? You, you get my drift? So I was collaboration. Yeah, no, and I was I was I was very I was very big on that. Until you know I got my own footing, right? And then and then there you go. Um but also that's another way for you guys to network. So yeah, that's what I did. I was resourceful. And then also I just already knew what I had created in DC and I just brought the whole the whole thing down here. I love it. I love the foundation that was set. If I can express enough to the boss friends how big and important the foundation is, I think that you touched it on the nose tonight and exactly why. I mean, I say it all the time, but hearing it from somebody else always, you know, resonates different. Mm-hmm. But having that foundation gets you so far and a lot of times I get and even still with the podcast they ask me to talk about networking all the time so I'm glad that you did cover that in a form of networking people have trouble networking that's another reason why they're uncomfortable or scared to go into rooms because they don't know forms of networking mm-hmm. so they don't have the foundation the networking piece isn't there but with you having that down pat and this is the last question before I let you go because I know you're still in the office you're still in the office boss friends 7.35 at night. I'm pretty sure she's been there since early this morning and she no. wants to go home and have to sit back for the day. But with you having that foundation, networking and getting to this part, your business has been able to scale and you've had so many accomplishments. I think every time I see your Insta story, I'm sending you a message like, Candice, this, yes, this, yes. Oh my God, I'm so happy because it's been so many heavy hitters back to back. So with the most recent accomplishments, what was the uncomfortable conversation that you had to have to really push forward to make sure all of these things that you have had in these last two months have happened? Uncomfortable conversation with who? Myself? With yourself, with your team, with God, because let's be clear, we have to have uncomfortable conversations with him as well. We have to pray dangerously sometimes with him and that's very uncomfortable. So any type of uncomfortable yeah. conversation. Is- Absolutely. Um, 
I'm trying to think it's been like a hmm. well okay let me tell you of a, a a humbling um uh situation that happened during the pandemic i was i will tell you that um is when i had to email and at the time it was just three of us with my assistant and then of course ariel and savannah the pr account executives well, I had to email them and I basically had to tell them this is when COVID just hit y'all. We were like in the thick of it. And we lost, you know, we lost a couple thousand dollars within like two weeks. Like, okay. Because uh, we had, at the time, we were doing like a lot of event PR, you know, and that stuff just like disappeared, like totally disappeared. And I had to email them. I knew I did not want to stop paying them because of course we still had clients that we needed to serve, Right. Um, and try to uh, figure this out and maneuver, right? And so I had to email them that I definitely have to half your hours. However, I'm still going to pay you, but I just, I have to half that. So that was, I don't want to say difficult. It, it was a, cha- it, yeah, it was a challenging uh, conversation that I that I had to have. It was humbling, but at the same time, hey, it's business, right? Um, you know, it's, I'm not a, I'm not above myself. And hey, sometimes you have to have those conversations. Um, I would say something that um that is more recent though, because there there's definitely been like you know radical growth uh, with CMPR. Is I don't think it was a conversation. It was um, me just like kind of sitting back and being like, okay, God. <laughs> whatever it is that you're doing, right? So it may have been a kind of conversation, but it was just me almost just sitting there in awe, if that makes sense, of it, what has transpired during this pandemic, right? Of me being able to grow my team during a pandemic, being able to, you know, up the pay on, you know, my account executives, right? Like, it's some stuff where it's, okay, what's your fee? Okay, all right. Like, Milan, like, I mean, honestly. And it's like, okay, what's going on here? So I think it's been more of that, of just being in awe, but then also at the same time, recognizing that, and I've always said this, I've talked about this before, about timing is everything, right? This is happening at a certain time because... Say that again. I think you literally just said that to me the other night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but it's it's real, and and because God wants to make sure that you are you are prepared, right? And here's the thing: you are prepared. You're of course you're not going to be at that perfect preparation, right? However, He knows that you're prepared, right? And then the next step, He's going to bless you with that. But then he's going to bless you with someone who's going to help you carry that out. That's going to help you carry that responsibility. And that came in the form of my COO, Simone. Uh, Never thought about having a COO. What does that even look like with the PR agency, right? (laughs) However, best hire ever. She's like my second in command. I lean on her for a lot of stuff. Talked to her about a lot of things with clients. We just had like a three-hour, you know, um, planning session of how we're going to end 2020. What are we going to be doing for 2021? What does that look like? What do the money goals look like? What does it break down to the, you know, the the quality clients that we want to have at CNPR? So yeah, I, I will, 
I will say that it's that conversation has been with God and it's been more of a me being in awe of how he continues, you know, to, to bless me. And then me also recognizing and everyone who's tuning in of recognizing and appreciating that timing is everything and understand that you have to respect the process, right? You, you do not want to be blessed with all this money that you're asking for mm-hmm. and then you don't know where you don't know where to put it right you don't have certain things in order right mm-hmm. like once i get through going through my bookkeeping and, and everything on the financial side i'm going to talk a little bit more about it because i do believe entrepreneurs don't talk about it enough um and specifically uh publicists right but you need to have your your books together and so he's not going to bless you with the next, if he feels like you are not prepared, you're not in that mindset, you're not even recognizing that you need to identify someone to help you out with that, right? Mm-hmm. I know at the account, okay, Candace, you can do that, you can't do that. But finances is not my jam, y'all. <laughs> it's just not. I need to hire someone to take care of that. And that's totally fine. So I know that was like a long, a long answer to to your question. But yes, more more recently, it has been. No, that was perfect. Long, whatever that you that was perfect. And I just had this conversation with my account and Dana on the last episode. And we were talking about really getting your system together and getting a, a paying system, a payroll system, a system that holds <laughs> wherever the money is, just not Excel, just not Cash App, not Bimo, but actual system for your business. And you said it. He's not going to give you more PC that you can't even maintain a little. And I had that conversation with the boss friends um, in season two. The conversation was down bad because I had seen such an abundance of income and profit in 2019. I lost my vision. I lost that sight. And I just went, I'm not going to say crazy, but I had one of those moments. It was just like, ooh, spend this, buy this, get that. And... He literally snatched me up by my collar <laughs> and was like, yeah, you tried it. And then the pandemic hit. And, I, you know, we had that conversation. I had that conversation with him as well. Yep. And it was like I was down to one client. So I was left to figure out how to maintain, maneuver, and really tap into my creative space to make up for now what was gone. Yep. Yep. There you go. You know, so crazy because it was there, then it was gone. I would just, and I understood exactly what took place too, because now here we are back again, and I've been very cautious and doing exactly what I'm supposed to do, like I was, like I'm used to, and like I was doing before. And I'll say, you know, he is definitely blessing me abundantly again, but it took him to take it for me to be like, yeah. Uh-uh. No, actually, no, you, you need to, you need to be, you know, you need to be humble, you know, and this is for everyone. Like you're going to, you're going to have that, you know, like in, in, in your business or in life period, you know what I mean? You're going to have that moment where you are humble. Like I had something happen um, in June. Oh Lord. That was such a hog wash uh, month for me. However, it was the most profitable. Okay, but I went through, I cried so much, cried so much in the month of June. It's ridiculous, but that was my most profitable. 
So I say that to say, as I was going through this storm, I still remained mm-hmm. faithful and I still knew that he was going and he still blessed me. But I went, I went through yeah. a lot, you know, a particular situation. And, you know, and then I ran my numbers and I was like, how is this even possible? Because mentally I was like, check out, you know, I didn't know how I was operating CNPR. It was so, it was just, it was just challenging of just of everything that was, well, this one particular situation that was going on. Very, very stressful. Um, but he just reminded you, like, look, this has to happen. You have to learn from it, right? I was, I was, I didn't, I didn't become like a woe is, woe is me. It's like, you know what? Yes, I cried about it, but I'm like, girl, the lesson, the lesson that you're going to learn from this, right? Um, you know, on the, on the other side, I was grateful for it. Amen. I couldn't have said it better. And I think that was the perfect way to close out, just remaining faithful and really hearing him when he's talking to you. And that'll get you through pretty much anything and it'll really get you to the point where you know you need to be uncomfortable and you're going to continue to be uncomfortable boss friends you're going to get through one uncomfortable situation to go back into another one but that's great because the moment that you feel that uncomfortable situation that you're entering is happening that means the shift is coming so get uncomfortable and prepare for that next season because it is coming and it's going to be full of abundance i hope that you can feel it i hope that this season so far is really putting you in perspective and guiding you into the direction that you need to go go in. So Candace, I thank you so much for joining me. You know, I'm appreciative of you always, all the time. You always come through for me. So I love you so much for it. I hope that you enjoyed the conversation. I know that they have, and I hope that your audience will also. Yes, I did. Thank you so much again. You know, I love you right back and I'm so proud of you. Uh, Yeah. Milan is, she's a gem, you guys. Really, she really is. And if y'all hear that dinging, I'm sorry, I forgot to turn off these um this apps on my desktop. Because as you as you know, she said I'm in the office still. So if y'all hear that ding, notifications like coming through on Facebook. Um, but no, I appreciate this conversation. This is a great conversation. Hopefully, um uh, it will resonate with a lot of you guys, right? You're able to pull out certain things that um, we both shared um and that we discussed during this conversation. And um Candace Nicole PR. That is me on all social media platforms. You heard it there first. Make sure you guys follow her. And if you didn't catch it or you don't know how to spell Candace Nicole from for some odd reason, no worries. You know, your bossiest friend always had your back. It will be in the description notes. Candace, do you have any upcoming events or anything that we can support? Mm, no, no, it's going to be over by then. No, mm-mm. but if y'all follow me, Look, at any given any given notice, projects could like pop up, events could pop up, whatever. So just follow me. <laughs> join my join my list, you know, newsletter and stuff like that. But no, by the time this airs, no, we don't we don't have anything like on the books, like event wise that's that's going on. Okay, well, like she said, follow her. The link in her bio gives you access to everything, her mailing list, everything that she possibly has, podcasts, all of her other platforms. So make sure you check them out and stay up to date with Candace Nicole because I promise you think that she shined in 2020. Wait until you see 2021. But boss friends, you already know the deal and the drill. Make sure you are sharing your bossiest friend podcast to your friends. You can listen on Anchor, Breaker, 
Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. Last episode, I didn't have all of them down, but I told you I was going to come back. I was going to have all the platforms. So if you don't have one, you can find it on the other. And as you know, until next time, it's always hugs and kisses. And I'm so bossy. And I'm, and I'm so bossy. So bossy.